Welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. We would really appreciate if you could give us a 5-star rating and leave a glowing review in the app where you are listening to this podcast. My name is Artem, and here is the news. 191 days less the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The G7 countries agreed to impose a price cap on Russian oil, which should reduce Moscow's oil revenues and weaken its ability to finance the war against Ukraine, reports Ekonomichna Pravda. If the price for oil is higher than the limit, G7 countries and others who support the decision won't allow sea transportation of crude oil and oil products of Russian origin all over the world. The aim is to impose the price cap from December 5th. The European Commission already promised to work to reach an agreement within the EU regarding the price limit for Russian oil. The media expect problems with some of the countries, especially Hungary. The Kremlin responded by warning that it will not sell oil to those countries who join this price cap policy, as they see it as a violation of market rules. In his evening video address, President Volodymyr Zelensky said that when the price cap mechanism for Russian oil will be implemented, it will become an important element of protecting civilized countries and energy markets from Russian hybrid aggression. He added that the price of Russian gas must also be capped. Zelensky believes that these sanctions will not only limit the flow of petrodollars and gas euros to Moscow, but also restore justice for all Europeans whom Russia is trying to blackmail with artificially inflated prices on the energy market. Head of the International Atomic Energy Agency Rafael Grossi returned to Vienna, Austria after his visit to Zaporizhian nuclear power plant in Ukraine and gave a press conference reports Ukrainska Pravda. He confirmed the information released prior by the Ukrainian side that the Russian occupiers withdrew at least part of their forces before the visit of the organization's mission to the power plant. At the same time, Grossi said that the Russian forces remained there but were unavailable for talks with the representatives of the mission. The director general of the agency denied that the activities of the mission at the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant were influenced by Russian representatives. Grossi informed that out of 15 members of the mission, six remained at the nuclear power plant. He added that the International Atomic Energy Agency plans to leave two experts at the site as a permanent mission. Grossi announced that he will present mission's report to the UN Security Council next Tuesday, September 6. The Biden administration asked the US Congress to allocate additional security and economic assistance to Ukraine in the amount of 11.7 billion US dollars, reports Radio Liberty. According to the media sources of The Hill, the White House is asking Congress to approve $4.5 billion for military equipment and Pentagon resupply, $2.7 billion for defense and intelligence assistance for Ukraine, and $4.5 billion for budgetary support for the government of Ukraine. The funds are needed to maintain the pace of assistance to Ukraine. The White House will ask for additional $2 billion US dollars to help shore up domestic energy supplies to offset impacts of the war on the global energy market. The general staff of Ukraine informs that fighting continues along the entire front line, reports Unian. Yesterday evening, the Russian troops became more active in the Bakhmut, Avdiivka, Novopavlivka and Zaporizhia directions. Ukrainian forces successfully repelled enemy attacks in the areas of Bakhmutske, Kodema, Zaitseve, Avdiivka, Marinka, and Vremivka. 
In particular, the enemy units were destroyed in the Zaporizhia direction. Over the past day, the enemy launched six missile and more than 20 airstrikes on military and civilian objects on the territory of Ukraine. Ukraine returned another 14 of its military from Russian captivity, reports Militarny. According to the Coordination Headquarters for Treatment of Prisoners of War, the freed military were captured back in spring. Among the released prisoners of war, there are one officer and one military doctor. Our Patreon supporters get access to a cool new series on wartime life in Ukraine. To join the club, follow the link in the description below. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine. Thank you.